Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Vayechi Chamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Pasha's Vayechi. We now hear about the brachas of God, Asher, Naphtali, and Yosef, four more tribes. Our Aliyah is only eight psukim long, and it runs from Perik Mem Tes, Pasuk Yud Tes, to Pasuk Chav Tes. We hear about the blessings, perhaps we'll do them one by one, and with a few questions. We hear, God, Gudud, Yegudenu, Vuyogud, Archev, that's the same root mentioned four times in a very short Pasuk of only six words. So four of those words are from the root God. What does this mean over here? So Rashi explains it relates to the word Gedud. Gedud is an army, a battalion. So he is going to be the one who sends his troops before the rest because he makes a condition in order to stay on the Transjordan bank. On the east bank, he needs to send his soldiers in first, and that's precisely what he does. And therefore, he is described as being the one to send his troops first. The Ibn Ezra says that it refers to an attack that happened on the tribe of God, and they managed to face off the enemy and succeed against them. And the word good also comes from the word to be happy, to be successful. It says that Ibn Ezra, even though we don't necessarily know what that incident was, Ibn Ezra says, We don't know all the details of all the travails that went, our forefathers, our patriarchs and matriarchs went through, but it refers to multiple military victories that God, um, that God went through. Next bracha we hear about is Asher. May Asher from Asher, Shmeina Lachma. His bread is 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 fatty, is oily. And he'll give the delicacies of the king. So, <clears throat> as an interesting um, linguistic aside, many of them Farshim discuss what is the word may Asher. Does that mean that Asher's wealth is measured in relationship to God who comes before him? Or is the word Mem an extra letter in this case? Is a discussion the Farshim have. What does it mean that he has fatty bread? The Haimek Dov or Rav Talitziyodobirdin explains that he has lots of oil in his territory. He was able to grow lots of olive trees producing a lot of oil and therefore he would export. That also means he had investors who cultivated farms to be a true exporter as well. The Ben Poras Yosef, a Hasidic commentary, actually says that no, this is referring to a mashal. It's referring to a person who is happy, a asher. The word asher comes from the word ashirus, not from wealth, but from happiness with an aleph. A person who is asher, who's happy and realizes that all their bread in life, as dvit as it may be sometimes, is really shmena, is full, is fatty, is, is good enough, is what they should be having. Then, that kind of person will be able to utilize this world more effectively to get the piece, the, the parts for the king, which means the olam abba, because a person will be able to be happy with the place they have in this world. So it's about a person's attitude to understanding their role in this world. We move on to the bracha of Naftali. We're told that Naftali is Ayala Shlucha. He is a released hind. Hanosein Imre Shefer gives the words of Shefer. <coughs> what does this refer to? The Gemara in Saitadav, Yud Gimel Aleph, tells us a remarkable story. And it's going to relate to the next Aliyah in Shishi, when Yaakov Avinu is brought up as he passes uh, passes away, he's brought to the Ma'aras al the in the land of Canaan, and as he's about to be buried, um, Esav appears, and Esav demands that he has the rights to the Ma'aras al and that, in fact, Yaakov you know, cannot be buried there as well. So, <clears throat> at that point, he believes that the remaining spot belongs to him, not to Yaakov. They didn't know what to do, and they did, in fact, Yaakov you know, did buy the rights to the grave, but he left the, the the deed to that in the land of Egypt. So they weren't sure what to do. So uh, um, what they decided to do was to send off Naphtali. This is our bracha. Naphtali to Khalil Kiayalta. He is fast like a hind. 
So Naftali will be the one to go back. And so off they send Naftali to go see, retrieve the deed in order to be able to bring the Imre Shefer, which actually is a play on words, the words of the book, which or Shefer, to bring the deed of sale of the Maras Apela. The Gemara does conclude, though, that while this is going on, the son of Don Chushim, who in fact was, was not able to hear, sees this all going on, and uh, <clears throat> and he's, he gets very concerned about this, and he um, and he summarily actually um, goes and kills Esav, um, chopping off his head, and that's in the way that this whole episode ends. But Naftali was the one who was going to be the one to deliver that message to the Gemara, and that's why the bracha of Ayala Shlucha is prophetic about what's going to be in the future as well. We move to the bracha of Yosef. We hear Yosef got many psukim about his bracha. He's called Ben Poras that he goes by the well, the daughters look upon him and gaze at him, and people try to um, capture him and ambush him. The archers are trying to shoot upon him, but he he, he is able to disperse all his enemies. Um, and Emisham Roe Even Israel from there, the shepherd of the of the rock of Jacob is able to to succeed, and Hashem will help him. Yaakov will help him, and his land will be very very successful. We're told he's going to have all kinds of blessings of the land and of children. And he, we were told that Tienal Rosh Yosef, all the blessings of the brothers will be upon him, and a kokod nazirechov, and to the um, upon the, the head and the crown of Yosef. So, what does this mean? What do all these blessings mean? So, just a few points that are worthwhile noting. He is called Alei Ayin. He's the one who is above the well, or the eye. What does that mean? So, Rashi explains at the time of the meeting of Esav and Yaakov, back in Pasha Sayishlach, Yosef stood in front of his mother, Rachel, in order that his mother not be gazed upon by Esav and his denigrating eye, or his lustful eye. And as such, he was therefore blessed with Ali Ayn being above the reproach of the eye, and which is why wherever he went, he found faith in people's eyes. When he was in the house of Potiphar, when he was in the prison, everybody, everybody saw him as a favorable person. He rose to the top always as a natural leader because people did not look down on him diminutively. It is interesting that um, that even his children are blessed with the Yidgul of Aris, as we saw earlier in Shani, that they, they are blessed as fish, which are above the eye as well. The Rachava Kodesh adds to this is that because he was Ali Ayin, he was over to he was able to overcome the indulgences of the eye, meaning when he was confronted with a moral decision and the wife of Potiphar would change her clothes multiple times a day to seduce him, he was able to overcome that because of that internal characteristic, he becomes the person who is above the reproach of others gazing at him as well. Now, who are those who are prosecuting him or persecuting him in the Pasuk of the Barei Chitzim? So Rashbam says it refers to the cronies of Aisha's Potiphar. Once he turns her down, she then spreads rumors about him, Chitzim, like these arrows, and he's thrown into prison. Those are the people who persecuted him unfairly, unjustly. Rashi says that it actually may be referring to the brothers of Yosef. Therefore, another hidden, veiled reference Yaakov is making to those who were against Yosef, including the brothers, noting that he knew about it as well. The Sforner says it's those who sort of slandered him throughout his career, like the Saramashkim, you know, very bitterly had to respond that Yosef had, had helped him with a dream, and those in Egypt who had said, how can a slave become a leader? All the jealous people of Yosef, Yosef was able to supersede them as well. Yaakov in the Salia is called Ro'eh Yisrael, the Evan the, the Yisrael, the, 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 the rock of Israel. Why is Yaakov called an Evan? 
Um, Rashi explains it is a notricon, it is an acronym for the word Av and Ben. Some say Av Ben Neched, which means father, son, or father, son, grandson. It's about continuity. And I think that the, this is particularly relevant because Yosef was the son who almost slipped out of the legacy and the destiny. He was almost the one who was not part of this. And therefore, the fact that Yosef is still part of the fold morally and physically, meaning physically he's still alive, morally that he was able to keep and maintain the values of his father in a very adverse culture and in adverse situations, he therefore is the completion of the Evan Yisrael, being the Av and Ben, that he's the continuation, the Ben of his father in legacy as well. Finally, he is called, that is described as being the Nazir Echav. What does Nazir Echav mean? So there's two possibilities. One is Nazir as in him being like a Nazir, a separate. In other words, because he was separate, because he was distinct, because he was so successful, he was distinct from his brothers. But the Torah points out that it could also mean the word Nazir from Nazir, which means a crown. And that means he was a, he was the king of the brothers like his dreams indicated. And perhaps they, the two are interrelated. Because of his separateness, because of his distinctiveness, that's what made him the king of the brothers. And the Yaakov Avinu is ultimately, therefore, um, bringing about the ratification of Yosef's contention, which was his dreams, that he would be, in fact, someone distinct, someone special. With this, we close the Fatalia. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.